this hasn't been fucking recording. Okay, sorry to interrupt you there, man. If I did that, you'd give out fucking stink. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you fucking buttocks. You're not even fucking talking. You're not even in the fucking button. The one job you have in the world. Hit the fucking button. <laughs> I don't fucking use Zoom, man. I've only ever used Zoom with you. I thought it just automatically recorded. but Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Hit the fucking record button the next time. It's, it's Get recorded. over it. It's recorded. Ah, what are you kidding? You're narky bollocks. You're tired. Street talk. You're very welcome along to Straight Talking Mental Health is a weekly podcast where I'm sure if you're a regular listener, you would have heard we just tackle the problems associated with mental health in a very unique way to say the least. My name is Peter Dunn, I'm the one who talks nonsense, and this guy here is the resident psychotherapist and he equally talks nonsense. Now you have it. <laughs> I just got a few letters after my name. It just means I'm a fucking professional nonsense a professional talker. Shy talker. I love Absolutely, it. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. How do we get one of those? You are one, man. You are one. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Anyway, the energy so, is low. I can feel it. I'm feeling the low energy. I feel the low energy. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Mm. But uh, actually, look, what can you do? That you have days like that. You've good days. You've bad days. Simple as. And that's why we want to break the stigma here around mental health, and we want to tackle the problems that we experience in everyday lives, and that you experience in everyday lives and everybody experience in everyday lives and if you want to check out some of the previous episodes you can see multiples of subjects we tackle like anxiety depression suicide sexual abuse self-esteem loneliness our in session um loads loads more dealing with covid adolescence the full whack they're all there so you can check back wherever you listen to this podcast and um you can help yourself or you can help others and we can educate ourselves and everybody else about mental health um so this week we're talking about cbt mm. cbt sounds like a, a group from the early 90s you're down with cbt yeah you yeah know you know me, me. <laughs> <laughs> there has to be a group called cbt hold on let me let me google this shit um Hip hop CBT CBT real G's on Pinterest. Uh, CBT, let me see. Chromatic uh, CBT performs at the Los Angeles Gay Hip Hop Showcase. All right. CBT rap profile. Yeah. Okay. There's somebody called CBT. Um, What's the I don't have a clue. Uh, there you go. Now there is a hip hop group. Called yeah. CBT. I love your picture. Your picture's gone. We had we had the the straight talk and mental health. Oh, let me get it back. Yeah, yeah, it keeps yeah. going. I thought it looked cool actually. Just have it in the background, you know. Yeah. Hey. You got fucking. You got rid of the kids' artwork. It's reversed. No, 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 but. no. Dude, I'm facing the opposite direction. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> the bunnies are still on the wall. Don't worry. I can't yeah, take them yeah. down. They're, they're they're up there since Easter. Jeez, if I took them down, she'd kill me. Yeah, the daughter now, so not too. the wife. Yeah, yeah, rightly so, rightly so. <laughs> um, but anyways, before we get to CBT, CBT, mm. it's all cognitive behavioural therapy, is that right? Yeah, that's the one, yeah. Yeah, cool, deadly. We'll chat let's about that very, very soon. Let's have a little old check in there. You had a busy, you had a busy day. Yeah, had a busy day. A uh, little lad running temperatures, so we didn't know what he had uh, with COVID being so fucking present in the world today. So we had to isolate for the last day. Turns out he tonsillitis and he's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, but our doctor is an absolutely amazing doctor and she sure. took him, she looked after him and um, there's a lot of doctors out there who won't look at patients or look at kids until they get a COVID test. So you could be waiting like a week for a COVID test for tonsillitis. So it's not been treated. It's getting worse and worse. We don't know what's wrong. Mm. I'm not a doctor. I can't look in his ears, can't look in his throat. Could be an infection or whatever, but you don't know. 
until you go to a doctor. But a lot of doctors will not see anybody. But she's absolutely brilliant. We love her to bits. She's a brilliant, brilliant doctor. And uh, yeah, five minutes looking at him. Yep, he's got tonsillitis. Antibiotic, and he's much better now. So good. You know yourself, like mm. nobody tells you when you before you become a parent or you decide we want kids that kids are the sickest you will ever meet. Oh yeah. You know, yeah, they're just yeah. always well they're not always sick, but no, but they're good. just mingling they're mingling with loads of kids in school and they're all they're constantly picking up stuff. I remember yeah, I remember when James was mm. in crash and it was Every other fucking week, there was some other kind yeah. of infection, and you're like, holy Jesus. There's a sign up on the door on the way in, it's like hand, foot, and mouth, and you go, oh, or head lice, or, you know, or all sorts of infections, or uh, what you call it, uh, chicken pox, and all this kind of stuff, you know, you're just Jesus. Like, you know, you're putting the kid to bed, and you're feeling for the forehead, and you're going, Jesus, you feel warm. Hold on, you feel warm. Hold on, let me get the thermometer. They're probably mm, not, mm. but you're just paranoid, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, when they're sick, like it'll be, it was the case last night, it'll be a case again tonight where we're setting the alarms on the phones for every maybe hour, every hour and a half, just to te- check the temperature. Because you could go from 37, which is normal, mm-hmm. up to 40, which is on the brink of... Um, uh, what is it? Was it? I can't even think of the bloody word. Where you going to cooking your brain? Um, yeah, my brain is cooked. Um, <laughs> I can't remember the term, but it's where you just kind of um, your body just goes into reaction, and you mm. your uh, your your temperature is spiked, and your body goes into shutdown altogether. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can't I can't remember the name. Anyway, I'm not even mm. going to try and think of it. But it's uh, one of my biggest fears in life is something like this happening. And, uh, you know, 40 degrees, Jesus, like, you know, 40 degrees. Mm. 40 degrees horrific. is fucking hot, man. I had Absolutely, 42 when I was yeah. in Dubai. I know what 40 degrees <laughs> yeah. feels like. Yeah, 42. So, uh, yeah, yeah that's hot. it. So another kind of a sleepless night checking temperatures, uh, giving your fan and calpol and this kind of mm, stuff. And mm. it has to be done. You know, you just do it. You get over it. We'll do what we can. That's like what we do. Season professionals that we are. Yeah, exactly. No, we're not professionals. We're two people just talking shit about mental health. We're professional shit nobody, talkers. No, nobody think we're professional. <laughs> Jesus Christ! There's nobody yeah. paying for this. Yeah. I'm happy out. So you, know? so you got a oh, you got God. a little virus in there. Has has the has the little man that's got you riled. Mm. Anything anything else got you riled uh, during the week? You got me fucking riled. I got riled. You I got me riled. Mm. Yeah. Let me just tell the listeners that uh, during the week, um, uh, a conversation about quantum leap popped up and. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Alan said he never seen the final episode of Quantum Leap. Not when it aired. And I said, well, look, let me give you some background on Quantum <laughs> Leap, basically. He leaps from body to body, person to person. Amazing sci-fi. I used to yeah, love watching Quantum Leap. Yeah, great show. And oh, boy. Oh, boy. The end of every episode, <laughs> yeah. And it was educational as well. <laughs> you know, like... And Very I just, progressive. It was a I, progressive I loved, show. Yeah. I loved the little twist in the end. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, <laughs> um, there would have been... Uh, like a few mentions of slavery and stuff like that in America, mm-hmm. um, you know the War of Independence and different people he would have kind of popped in. Women's into. rights, disability, oh, absolutely, racism, yeah, a good bit of stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was good. I remember one of the episodes where um, you know he was involved in something that ended up you know liberating the slaves of America. And um, it was one of the guys who was uh, working on the farm. And he said, you have no name because you were brought over from Africa. What name are you going to take? He goes, ah, I feel as free as a king. And he walked off, you know, <laughs> okay. and then Al comes over to him and said, nice. he went on to have a son who had a son called Martin Luther King. And he went, ah, oh, that's mind blowing. That is brilliant. <laughs> but I absolutely love Quantum Leap. And uh, so how, how did I get to Royal? 
you got me riled because because uh, I'm in my head going, what the fuck did I? Say? I didn't know I'm wrong. <laughs> uh, you said you never seen the last episode, and I mm. said to you, well, the last episode is he never gets home in the end. He never mm. leaves home. That's what he wants to do is leave home. Mm. And you go, oh fucking thanks. Uh, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Yeah, that's a joke, man. <laughs> I know it was a joke. I'm taking the piss. <laughs> 25 years later. <laughs> 27 years later. Is that how long it was? Yeah. 1993, yeah. You still wow. didn't watch last episode. Fuck. No, I think I've seen I think I've seen it since. Yeah. Uh, I th- the discussion for anyone that doesn't know was something about... Um, oh, it was something... Oh, hang on. Let me, let me pull it up here. No, but my point is... Yeah, go on. <laughs> so there surely, was a point. Fair surely enough. there's a statute of limitations for... Spoilers. spoilers yeah it has yeah. to be you know, no, it has yeah, to be no, at least I, 10 years yeah yeah you know no, what I, mean? no, no. I, I, I think 6 months I think you know I, I think after 6 months you, 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 you lose all right to be getting on to people about spoilers uh, 6 months is a bit short now in fairness ah uh, no yeah but where the fuck where do you draw the line I mean no. come on like you have at least 10 years you have oh, to yeah, look so back uh, at least uh, 10 years the, the thing I put up was I feel sorry for Netflix era kids they will never know the high stakes adrenaline of running to the bathroom fridge bedroom in a single ad break with the beckoning oh, call yeah. of a sibling screaming it's on <laughs> to send you hurling over furniture to yeah. get back in time <laughs> <laughs> and many accidents were caused by running into the sibling yeah you slip you're in your <laughs> socks and you fucking slip on the floor yeah. bang <laughs> into another what did I tell you we're running the fucking house <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> told on the ad break win and make tea will you and you're yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Hurry you hurry fucking sent me in to put the kettle on yeah. <laughs> um, actually so sorry, remember, sorry about that man. I didn't mean to get ah, your wheels you didn't ride me I just said I'd bring it up because yeah, I was sensitive I was, bitch. I was laughing to myself thinking there has to be a limit there is a statute there is a statute you know you have to put a limit on it where you can mm-hmm. tell like six cents he was dead all the time I don't care. You know, I don't care what anybody says. He was dead all yeah, you've the time. Had, you've had enough. Get time. over. You've had Absolutely, enough. Time. Yeah. The Titanic sinks as well. It was, you know? it was Bruce Willis. He was dead all along. <laughs> <laughs> what else can we fucking ruin for people? Yeah, let's let's ruin a lot of stuff right now. Uh, I can't think of anything. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, fucking every M Night Shyamalan film. Oh, I'm sure we'll ruin someone's day. Go on, listen yeah. to these bitches. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Money fucked. You can tell they're just cranky fucking outlets cranky <laughs> that need outlet. a nap. <laughs> oh yes, fucking badly. I love a nap, man. I'm fuck. I love a nap. <laughs> I to say. What's that? Oh, I love Never a nap. Never. Yeah, it all. Jesus. <laughs> Rookie mistake. You just get the kid and you tuck them in. Oh, we we'll just lay down there and have a rest. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. <laughs> Chocolate <laughs> suffocation. I was going to suggest, but yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, potato, potato. <laughs> yeah, suffocate nap. Yeah, sleepy, sleepy. Either way. <laughs> um. Yeah. 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 So. Um. Uh. So yeah. that was no, sick. Sick else. kids got you riled. I got you riled. And as what, what we were talking last week, I mentioned I mentioned a new a new feature. I was saying, well, what's what's my just smile? What's got you riled? So that's got just smile. Oh, that's got you riled. What's, mm. what's, my, what's my smile this week? Um, I don't. You don't really think about things that make you smile, do you? I've been thinking about them, man. That's uh, yeah, I've but you've been. been I haven't been. You've put me on the bloody spot here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to say a new fucking feature, man. You only you, you could have told fucking, me about it before. I carry you like I'm fucking carry you. <laughs> Jesus, I said it last week. But I don't remember what you said People last fucking week. listening to get in on something and you won't even do it yourself. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, Amy bollocks. Yeah, you were fucking sticking <laughs> it into me last week, weren't you? 
Was I? Hey, we're fucking going in on me. I got a good few digs on me. Yeah. All right. Yeah, no, and no. As, as I, I put the video it, up, so we dig. put the we put the video up for the first time, and I was listening back, and and you know, I I give you some words of wisdom on this, but I think I'd have to go a long way now to top. Well, for anyone who doesn't know, podcasts are podcasts. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks for that, GMV. <laughs> Schooling everyone. <laughs> for anybody who thinks this is Joe Rogan, it's not fucking Joe Rogan. Who's podcasts like a million are podcasts. Dollar fucking contract oh, for no his podcast to go on Spotify. Uh, podcasts are podcasts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> movies are movies. <laughs> Here's a new feature. Let's call a spade a spade. <laughs> what do you think? People. <laughs> Our people. Yes, I'm going to write that down. <laughs> spade is spade or uh, state the fucking obvious. State the obvious. Yeah. <laughs> Come back into oh, the real world. <laughs> Water uh, is wet. <laughs> thanks for that. Thanks for that gem last week. Anyway, nice one. Very good. <laughs> so let's listen back. Uh, yeah. well, you, you, you got a smile on me. You made me smile. There. I got good. a few. Have you any more smiles? Have you any more royals? Uh, no. No, I haven't really been thinking about it. You go for it, and oh. I'll have a think. All right, well, well, outside of that, what 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 has what was going on with you during the week? I can't remember what I was doing fucking yesterday. Never mind what I was doing during the week. Shit, me, like... <laughs> Dad life. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, uh, no, no. No. I can't right, do anything. I'll give you some. Go, I might jog me memory. Right. Go for it. See, see, see if I can inspire with some... With some I'll give you some smiles first. Yeah. Uh, did you hear the new rudimental song, did you? Nope. No, well, rudimental with Amory. No, you can't even hear that, can you? Yeah, no. Oh, hold on, there you can hear a bit of it. Uh, there we go. Oh, oh feedback. Oh, oh. What did you do? What did you do to us? <laughs> that doesn't work. That doesn't work. That's new rudimental song, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I've been listening, listening <laughs> to new, like. listen to the new rudimental song about fucking ten times. I'd say today. Oh, nice bit of nice bit of two step garage kind of vibes. Did you ever see them live? No. Anyone that hasn't seen rudimental live, highly recommend it. One of the, one of the best bands I've ever seen live. Some mm. energy, just just people having a good time on stage. I know the name. What songs did I do? You know the name. Is that I know it? the name rudimental. Yeah. What? I hear man. Hmm. Uh, like what the fuck? Like ah, jeez. Stop now. Stop now. <laughs> I'm, I'm shocked at that. That's all. You only know rudimental by the name. Yeah, but I'm sure I know some of the songs. But oh yeah, you totally that's do. What well, that's the one. Uh, feel it off. I know you feel it too. I can feel the love. Can you feel it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what else have they got? Ella Henderson, they've got stuff with Ed Sheeran. Um, mm. What's the man that won X Factor that didn't want to be on X Factor because he was oh, too was cool? It James Arthur or something? That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's got some good tunes. He's got some good mm. tunes. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Check out Root of Metal, man. Everyone should check out Root of Metal to see He completely ripped off the script. You know that? Seriously, man, you've got a serious hard on for the script. <laughs> Like, I'm a script fan, yeah. I like clearly. Yeah. <laughs> I played, actually, I played that on air one day. I played uh, James Arthur and then I played the script of Man Who Can't Be Moved and they're exactly mm. the same. I think was in court. That was the song he did. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I know. Jeez, you can't get like, How do you, how do you huh? blatantly try and rip off something that's popular? Whatever for ripping off something. Where you're like, well, maybe people won't, maybe people won't hear it. Like, mm. they won't know where this is from. But like, then again, you you people who try to rip off guys, and you'd never put the two of them together, and all of a mm. sudden there's a fucking court case. Look at um, you know, Sam Smith, stay mm. with me. Do you know that song? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. won't you stay with me? Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you listen to Tom Petty, won't back down. It's the exact same melody, yeah, except yeah, yeah. stay with me is just slowed down big time. 
Mm. Yeah, sued him over it. I think he got his Grammy as well. Tom Petty did. Oh, really? Yep. <laughs> no. <laughs> Jesus. There you go. There ain't wow. no hiding. Yeah. Anyway, check out Rudimental. Check out new Rudimental yeah. come over. Has Anne-Marie on it. Um, I was watching the Grand Prix at the weekend. You, you don't watch the Formula 1, do you? Uh, the last the Formula, Formula 1, 1 I watched was, I think it was the Japanese Grand Prix, when Eddie Irvine... Uh, he was the number one driver for uh, <laughs> the one Schumacher fucking crashed and broke his yeah, leg. Yeah, when Schumacher broke his leg, and Eddie Irvine <laughs> was on course to, I think yeah. he stayed up to like four in the morning. To watch and you made the bollocks of it. No, you, for the Japanese Grand Prix, yeah, you would race, have to get up at four was, o'clock in the morning yeah, to watch yeah. the, the Japanese Grand Prix. Um, yeah. yeah, that was. I think that was the last time I watched Formula One. Wow, yeah, I remember a big that was a long time ago. That was what 97 yeah. yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ, man. No, with the Grand Prix of the weekend, Pierre Gasly won. So it was, it was nice to see because he... So what happened... So in, in, in Formula 1, like, you've got the Red Bull team and then what used to be called the Toro Rosso team was their kind of B team. But now they're called Alpha Tauri. Um, so they take in all the young lads and if you're good enough, you make it up to the Red Bull team, which is the better car. And they brought Gasly in, wasn't cutting it mid-season and they fucking dumped him. Sent him back and... Uh, he was in a bad old way, obviously, as you would be. And then he went and won at the weekend for the for the B team. So I was like, mm. happy days, the, un- the underdog wins. So that was a good one. Cinema's back. I was back in the cinema at the weekend. Oh, so yeah. What you watch? Tennis. Is that the only film in the cinema, by the way? No, no. There's a few other things because I went to see New Mutants today. That was meh. That wasn't, mm. that wasn't great. But our oh, tennis is fucking pff, Christopher Nolan, man. Jesus Christ. It's just his movies are incredible. Inception. Memento, oh, Inception, yeah, like you know, all the Batman Begins series, you know, mm-hmm. just incredible. But it's a mind fucker. Like my, my advice to anyone going to see it: go to the toilet beforehand because <laughs> you don't want to fucking miss a bit of it. You won't have a clue what's going on because it all plays in reverse and it's forward and it's reversed and it's like, oh Jesus Christ! You should never, you should never go to the cinema and go to the toilet halfway through. Ah, some films you get away. It was like, all right, we've had a big action scene. There'll be a little bit of a lull here now, yeah. but with this, and I was bursting to go to the toilet I'm like I can't go I can't go I can't mm. go and then they come out and they have a fucking only two people allowed in the toilet at the same time and they're like oh you're fucking kidding me <laughs> but a fantastic film I have to, it's, a, it's a real mind fucker like the, the last time I said the last time my mind was fucked that much I was in a relationship <laughs> you come out there going what the fuck was that <laughs> what happened what the <laughs> fuck happened there oh, I need wrong? yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> so it's a, it's a mind fucker mm. and then another one today then I met, met a guy that's uh, a really nice guy he would have been single for years and years and years and years and um, seen him today and I just had a just had a quick chat with him I was like oh how are you getting on blah 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 Oh, I was supposed to get married last week. I was like, oh, that's shit. But at the same time, I was like, oh, nice one. He's got, he got himself a girlfriend and he, you know, he's got a wife for her. So I was kind of, I was happy. I was happy to see that. Mm-hmm. I was seeing, I was like, oh, you deserve that, man. He's a fucking, he's a good guy. Good, happy. yeah. Everybody yeah, deserves to be happy. happy. to see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Give yeah. me a little bit of hope. <laughs> 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 so th- they're, they're my smiles. And mm-hmm. then my royals are, they're all school related. School traffic is fucking back. Mm-hmm. People just fucking abandoning cars. Just, I'm fucked. My house is beside one school and my office is straight across from the other one. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, uh, it's just, I came. I was driving out of the estate and there's a, a T-junction. So you come out of the estate onto the T-junction. Mm-hmm. 
I'm behind, I'm behind the car in front of me. I agree, which way is she going? She going left or right? Is she going left or right? Which way is she going? And I'm looking and I'm trying to see, which way is she going? No, just stopped. Just stopped right in the middle of the road, waiting to pick up her child. Oh, no hazard sh- lights. Don't pull into the fucking side. I'm like, you're for fucking real. I was heading down to the osteopath about my back and he's rubbing my shoulder. He goes, he says, a lot, a lot of stress, carrying a lot of stress in the shoulders there. I said, I'd say I was fucking grand before I drove down here. <laughs> <laughs> So that, yeah, the school traffic, and then James had his first day of school. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was just ruined. COVID fucking pissed all over. Oh, and of course, the yeah, weather, the heavens fucking opened. Mm. When Wednesday morning up in Tala, it fucking lashed. So only one parent was allowed into the class, and then out at the gate, and I drove. You know, I'd gone up to gone up to the house beforehand, and he was getting overwhelmed, and everyone was like. Fucking eight or nine people there and draw. Oh, James, why don't I take a picture? Take a picture. Oh, well intentioned, but I, like, I know, oh, but he's nervous enough going in. Yeah, exactly, know. exactly. And he was just—you could see—he was getting overwhelmed. And I was like, "Oh, come here, buddy." So I just took him in. I hugged him. I didn't. We didn't pressure him from any pictures or anything like that. When you got up to up to the school gates, then and obviously it was pissing rain, so there was no hanging around. So his ma just brought him straight in, and I was just like, "Well, this is fucking shit." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Standing in the pissing of rain, only one parent in. Um, so yeah I kind of pissed all over the kind of the first day of school kind of excitement experience but mm. how did he find it he was okay yeah he went in he was only in for the, he was only in for the hour and a half and he was only in on the Wednesday and the Friday and then so I brought him then on the Friday instead of me Thursday and then I got him dressed so we kind of had a second first day because it was the first day going from my house so and he was all smiles and he was posing in the pictures not a bother on him so and then brought him in and he was I went into the class with him then and I was like, oh, maybe maybe get a hot little old hot teacher. Nah, <laughs> fucking <laughs> the teacher just looks like every teacher near. You're not you 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 weren't attempting to flirt with your child's teacher, were you? No, because oh, she wasn't really Jesus. that hot. Like <laughs> she just she's just like the same Pat syndrome kind of like where that makes all the primaries. She just came out of the mold, and they say her name is probably Sinead. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever see that? Did you see that meme that went around before? Like, it, there's, there's no, there's no kids named Sinead. They're just born, and then they're, uh, then they're a first year student at St. Pat's and drunk under <laughs> studying <laughs> no, primary school teaching. <laughs> <laughs> you don't meet young kids called Sinead. They're just born, and then they're a fucking primary school teacher in Pat's. <laughs> oh man, can you imagine being in school years ago and your dad flirting with the teacher? Oh jeez. Oh, oh jeez, I tell you, we, I had a. Did you ever have a hot teacher? Did you? Um. Yeah, we did in secondary school, but looking back now, she probably wasn't that hot. It was just the fact that you're surrounded by 500 <laughs> lads day in, day out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that comes in. Corny Bass is going, she's gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> and any other setting, like, she's a she's a four in You'd school. She's straight a past her, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, ch- I changed schools when I when I got kicked out of the academy and I went to, I went over to Newbridge Stagton and... Um, they got this German teacher in and she was gorgeous. Everyone from Newbridge, everyone who went to attack Miss Cullen, oh, she was she was just beautiful. Like, And I was like, oh, when am I going to do German? It's like, no, it's a five-year subject. You didn't do it in your whole school. I was like, fuck it. <laughs> but what Nine. she did... What, yeah, I know, yeah. Oh, shiza! <laughs> nine, nine, nine! <laughs> but what, what, but what she did do was uh, she started a basketball team. And I used to play basketball in my old school. So mm. I was like, whoa! <laughs> and there was no gym in the school. So what they used to use was they used the, the, the sports centre across the, across the road. Mm. So that's where we used to do indoor PE and stuff like that. 
and she started a basketball team and of course every fucking lad wanted to be on the basketball team because she was there and of course all the boys are fucking showing off and the, the basketball games basically turned into basically turned into rugby matches and um, so there was the you know like the indoor five-a-side places and they've got kind of a little barrier that you can kind of hang over and you can look mm-hmm. at the game that kind of thing the whatever the fuck you call them but uh, one of the boys stuck the shoulder and again basketball <laughs> not rugby not five-a-side nothing basketball stuck the fucking shoulder into your man but he's fallen into the into the partition thing and as he's fallen with the momentum of his fall he scoops the basketball, fucks it back at your man, misses and hits her square in the fucking face. <laughs> Clocked her basketball flat into the face. Basketball not just now, he's a big so enough guy, not just with his energy, but the momentum of him falling as well. Mm. She, she's got tears rolling over her eyes. I'm like, oh, I miss Yari, Yari. I think that was the end of the basketball. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> I, n- I never, got, never got that fantasy of, Alan, oh my God, you're, you're absolutely subpar basketball skills. Are probably better than everyone else's. <laughs> oh, <laughs> never, never had that fantasy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jesus, yeah, warped teenage mind. You know what I mean? Christ, Whole take what you can get. Minds. Take what you can get, man. You take what you can get at that age. You know, remember when you had to rely on your imagination? You know, before there was the internet and porn everywhere you went. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to rely on your imagination, man. There's no creativity anymore. No, Take that's, it away from that's, you. that's what's wrong with kids these days. They can't even make up their own fantasies. <laughs> it's all fucking done for them. Everything they could ever want is on the internet. There's no imagination. Yeah, that's what's wrong. With, that's what's fucking wrong with the world these days. No, yeah, that's can't yeah. even make up something good in their fucking imagination. <laughs> fantasies about. <laughs> Then if you've lads with low self-esteem, like, she, she'd end up fucking off with another lad in the class and be going, ah, damn it. <laughs> Even in my own fucking fantasy, she doesn't want me. <laughs> she'll, she'll kiss me after he dumps her. Because yeah. I've been consoling her and I get the kiss and then she goes, oh no, it was a mistake. I shouldn't, I was just, <laughs> it was vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> Holy low self-esteem, Batman. <laughs> Yeah, that's it, dude. That's what's wrong yeah. with our grey matter. That's what's wrong. <laughs> that's it. Kids these days, that's that's what's wrong yeah. with the world now. There you go. That's what you want to do, kids. You want to take the phones off them, take the internet off them and tell them, no, you go up to your room, you use your own imagination. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be looking that filth on the internet. Use your fucking imagination like any decent human being. <laughs> Back in my day, we had fucking page three. That was good enough. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, well, there you go. Now, <laughs> so, CBT. CBT. <laughs> CBT. Oh, as the lights go out. <laughs> Pay your bills, dude. Pay your bills. Do you know um, what that is? <laughs> You're going to think of a proper fucking woman now. It's, uh, it's one of, let me see if he can show you. Can you see that? It's like a oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it has a it has a light on it. But the light goes off after about uh, ten minutes or something. What's like it? That, a little so. vanity table or something? Little, yeah, just on top yeah. of the desk in the in, yeah. the in the bedroom area. Yeah. Yeah. I know. No, it's handy when you want to do your makeup or your lipstick. It is. This doesn't just happen. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see me without that the makeup? From a and, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, mm, but it, going back to your mentioning being pissed off about people like, who would park in the middle of a junction and wait you know Man, what I mean that's like, nothing that's nothing you want to see them they're just you, reckless abandonment but like, yeah, that's, 
how how does anybody think this is normal? Everybody, you wait for me. Mm-hmm. And you stay mm-hmm. there while my child is told they can leave school. My and little I'm fucking let the precious. Build up back here, and yeah, everyone else yeah. can wait. How do you, how do you get over that, or not get over it? But how do you, you know, a lot of people would be getting out of their car, to be knocking on windows, beeping on horns, screaming and shouting. What should you do? Is there like a CBT technique you can use to go? Ah, solved. CBT technique. Now I'm just like. Fucking people, <laughs> just yeah, just gonna let it go. Like it's just this fucking clown. But <laughs> is it you're just gonna be an angry, angry person? <laughs> is it the? I look. I know very little about CBT. That's why mm-hmm. you're gonna tell me about it and tell everybody about it. <laughs> but I'd imagine that CBT is like coming to terms with what you can change, what you can influence, and trying to accept or ignore what you can't influence. So everything outside your sphere, let's say. Yeah. So CBT, Cognitive Behavioural Therapy, uh, and it's kind of based on the idea that uh, thoughts affect our feelings, affect our behaviours, um, you know, and, and it, they kind of work. It's normally done like a kind of triangle of, of the three, the three of those uh, affecting each other. And it, and it's mostly how we interpret or, or think about a situation that determines how we feel about it. So say, say look, let's 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 take that as an example. Um, so I'm just there in the car. Oh, look, I was a night about for a few minutes, but I moved on. But you know, imagine I'm sitting there now. So some some people would interpret that of going, "This fucking bitch, she's fucking, did she doing this?" And I had to be fucking here. And I did do fucking night, and they're getting it all that like. And so what happens is you personalize it. So unconsciously, what can happen is you start to think that this person is doing it deliberately yeah, to affect to me, my day. Yeah. You know, whereas the reality of it, fucking need it. No consideration for anyone else. You drive around, give the stare as yeah. you're driving past. Yeah, fucking idiot. Like. Sorry, I just <laughs> want to. I just want to see what a fucking idiot looks like. Oh, there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, oh, that's, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. yeah. See you now. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. So, but it's our thought process that affects that affects how we feel. Um, and with CBT, that the kind of core piece around it is what we think about a situation rather than what the situation is but rather than rather what we think about it that that affects uh how we feel so a kind of, kind of example like i said you would have heard me you would have heard me saying on many episodes that cbt is not the miracle cure that everyone makes it out to be and it's yeah. not does it serve a purpose yes it does as, as does everything but it's not this be all and end all to everything so the, the example i don't even have me drink should have found ah, a drink, man. Good, good example. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Do you want to go and get a drink? I do want to go and get a drink. Yeah, I'll get a little cotton mouth. You go get yours, yeah? Yeah. All right. No, I have mine. I'm, I'm prepared. I'm professional. Go on. Yeah, go on. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bollocks. <laughs> Actually, do you, know, do you know what's a very... Do you know what a fucking saying I love? And it just, just doesn't get used enough. Ask me key. <laughs> <laughs> Real dumb saying, ask me key. <laughs> but was, was ask me bollocks not something like Roddy Doyle introduced to the world through the likes of the commitment, the, the snapper uh, yeah. and all yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he would have been introduced to that from a fucking child up in Bally Farmer, like ask me bollocks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ask me, ask me gee. That's the other I love. It just, it just doesn't get used enough, man. I'm bringing it back. I'm fucking bring bringing it back. back. Ask bring me it key. back. Bring it. That's another you, episode. You what curse back. words can we bring back? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, give me a second. Give me a second. Go. Go for it. Got me juice. Uh, got me uh, in me Spanish Grand Prix cup. And I got 
Circuit de Catalunya. Oh, lovely. I know the Catalan probably said they're not Spanish, but it's called they're Spanish not. Grand Prix, but yeah. Oh, no, do not call Spanish. Apologies to, to my Catalans, I'm not saying you're Spanish. I'm just saying this was got at the Spanish Grand Prix. That's all, that's all they call it. <laughs> I don't call it the Catalan Grand Prix. Fuck no, after running up them stairs. <laughs> you're unfit, dude. You're unfit. I don't need you to fucking tell me, man. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, do you know what? We got a, we got a, we got a bit of feedback uh, on last week's session. Did you, did you see it? No, I didn't see a thing. On Facebook, we had a message from Tom. Oh, uh, so last week's session, we we uh, featured on around therapy, which has led us into our CBT therapy. So I'll quote. I'll read directly. How are you, lads? <laughs> That's <laughs> a direct quote. Intro. That's that's exactly how you lads. <laughs> yeah, absolutely loving the series so far. Today's one really struck a chord with me and brought a lot of memories back, which were long buried inside my middle-aged head. <laughs> <Lol>. <laughs> I can safely and confidently say that psychotherapy saved my life when I was at rock bottom. I was drug-addled, depressed, and heartbroken. When after a stop-start run at getting help, therapy brought me back from the brink. Thanks again for doing this and keep up the great work. <laughs> I'm off now to play my Good Men CD personally signed by that big ride AC. <laughs> no way. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, just just for clarity, Alan Alan signed it me, uh, PDMC, because I wasn't available. So, uh, you know. Um, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> you give me not, man. You give me fucking not. No, you fuck you. You take it, you give it. You know, I give it, I take it away. The As the Lord Jesus says, yeah, I think yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure. It's either him or I know Johnny Cash or somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds <laughs> like an old Johnny Cash song. Yeah. Um, the so, Lord uh, give it, doom, 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 doom. and he take it away. <laughs> there you go, man. We're on to a hit. We're on to a hit. Man. I'm sitting on a cajon here. It's actually a bag around a cajon. That's why it doesn't. Work. <laughs> All right. And the kids are asleep, so I don't want to wake them up. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, that, that was a bit of feedback from 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 Tom. Thanks, oh, Tom. that's brilliant to hear. Cheers for that, and, and look, you know, a man admitting, yeah, yeah. therapy works, lads. So, yeah, it works. You know, he, was on, he was on the brink. Example, yeah. yeah, and yeah. you know something. It was something that occurred to me earlier. Do we pay compliments enough to people we? listen to we watch in movies we watch on tv people who don't know they're doing a great job and we're big fans of them we probably yeah, don't probably do not, we? No, probably not man you know when was the last time not. you tweeted dermot kennedy and said i have a big man crush on you <laughs> you know every what i mean day. just as an example <laughs> every day every day all right <laughs> that's times a day get blocked <laughs> create a new account Good create word, more yeah. tweets <laughs> yeah hence the 500 meters very good <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 500 meters <laughs> <laughs> What's that? That's none. That's not between friends. <laughs> the amount of people who would depend on artists, uh, writers, singers, professional athletes—you mm. know—that they look mm. up to. Many times have you actually went, "Yes, I love what you're doing." You know, well, and people well, actually, probably. I did, I did do something this week. It, it, it was—I was kind of hoping to read it out, but on, on the chance that they don't, so I, I sent an email to the two Johnnies, you know, two Johnnies podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Like they bring the mother to the hospital for a checkup on uh, Tuesday morning. So my my sort of routine is uh, I try to walk to work as much as I can, and on a Monday then I listen to the new episode of the Two Johnnies on my mm. on my way to the on my way to the office. I was listening away, and that was me good out, good out crack, good yeah, out laugh, very good. Yeah, yeah. And um, so it normally takes me maybe two days to listen to the full episode, walking, walking to work, and walking back and stuff. So. Our our pod so they come out on the Monday I think or well I listen to mm-hmm. on the Monday 
Ours comes out on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So I had to pick the mother up to the hospital and I was like, if I listen to our one on Spotify just to make sure everything is all right, I might be a bit fucking self-indulgent. <laughs> so I thought, well, I may listen to something else when the mother's in the car. Mm-hmm. So the mother's in the car, I said, sure, I'll finish the two Johnnies. I finished listening to it. And it was grand. And I had Noel on, was doing his bit. He was doing, Johnny was doing the bit. Brilliant, yeah. And, all that kind of and she was laughing away. And she goes, oh, did you see the lads that were doing the show? They had a show on RT. They're hilarious. Oh, it's very funny. And then uh, Maura gets on and Maura does uh, her thought for the week or whatever, whatever they call it, question mm-hmm. of the week. And it's like, oh, I was like, oh, shit, because they can get a bit fucking racy. So I was throwing the boys fucking a few filthy ones. And she starts talking a little bit about Tinder and the long-term relationship. I was like, all right, that's, that's grand. Good woman, all right, keep her lit, keep her at that. And next thing is, how do you make it work? Well, you get a dildo. You know, a bit of wanking on camera, a bit of cyber sex, me ma sitting in the car, oh, and I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. I was like, oh, shut up the fuck. <laughs> Will you just come on, come on. <laughs> and it's like, oh, yeah, the cyber sex. I don't know now, you know, because you'd feel uncomfortable wanking off there in front of the camera, and I'm like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I was like, what do I do? Do I turn it off or do I fucking hold station? I was like, fucking man up, nut up, man. Fucking suck it up and listen to my true. So I had to fucking listen to my true for uh, for an awkward few minutes. So I sent, I sent it on to the two Johnnies and I emailed them in. I said, look, keep up the good work. Fan of the show. Blah, blah, blah. Fair play to you. Yeah, yeah. 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 Even after that, even after putting in a very... <laughs> As I said, maybe next time uh, Maura could just kind of give a heads up of... Uh, Maybe don't listen to this one with your man, the car beside you. <laughs> the fucking um, cringe. Do you mind the young kids that listen to that as well? Well, they shouldn't you know, be. I know they shouldn't be, you're <laughs> no. right. Absolutely, they shouldn't be. Um, yeah, Same as young kids shouldn't be listening to this. I try to. Uh, I just try to log into our podcast because I like mm. to see where people are listening from. Different mm. countries and all that. <laughs> I've just entered the, uh, the, the password in. Wrong that amount of times that I've just locked our account. <laughs> yeah, fucking clown. <laughs> I could never remember because all the passwords are the same they're bar not, one. And that's you not just use Google and it saves all your passwords. No, I don't. Jesus, no, you're mad. Yeah. F- Give all your information to the internet. Good man. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, we're temporarily locked out. So we your can't account see. was temporarily locked due to go. multiple failed logins. There you attempts. go. Yeah. You'll need to wait at least 24 hours for security reasons. So good we don't man, know. Please. We don't know who's listening in from where. So sorry about that. <laughs> the good people of Mongolia. I really wanted to give you a shout out, but. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. The internet, you know. The numbers are going up, man. The numbers are going Yeah, I'm very happy with that. Yeah, Absolutely. climbing, climbing. It's amazing. Faster and faster. Mm. Absolutely. I like, I'm, <laughs> I always look for the most obscure countries as well, like mm-hmm. Romania, the Ukraine, um, Indonesia, you know, Malaysia. <laughs> Jesus, like, wow. You know, and of that, course, that like, baffles me. That baffles me. Oh, but then, you know, the your big numbers from Ireland, obviously, the UK, mm. the US, Canada, UK are back Germany. in second, fam. Yes, That's right. Fam. Yeah, yeah. Back yeah, up there. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's amazing. CBT, CBT, <laughs> go for it. You were telling me about something. I swear to God, this is only uh, that, this is what, only what you call that hip hop group CBT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is, but it is double strength. Double strength, yeah. Double strength squash. Oh, yeah. Concentrate. You, Going for the fucking hard stuff, man. You'll be up all night pissing. Let me see. Anyway, CBT. Like thoughts affect feelings. Yes, thoughts affect behavior. Um, yeah, the, the example I would kind of give um, in the office would be, you know, on, on our table, 
on the, on the table there's a glass of water for the client there's a glass of water for myself and I would I would use the example of the glass of water and I would describe that if, if I knock that glass over and then I'm going oh fuck's sake you're going to look like a fucking idiot what are they going to think they're going to be thinking oh Jesus Christ I can't he can't look he, I went down to see Alan Clark there he's fucking useless he couldn't even sit there without spilling the fucking glass of water I'm like, oh shit, they're going to go off now, leave a bad review online, uh, they're not going to come back in next week, and they're going, don't go down to him, he's fucking useless, he was so fucking nervous, he ended up fucking spilling the water while I was down in there, and then they come back in next week, and I've been worrying for nothing, or I knock the glass of water over, and I go, fuck it, dark carpet, you won't even see it, the exact, the exact same thing has happened, but my thoughts around it have been completely different. And those thoughts then affect how I feel. Mm. And then it could affect my behaviour. So maybe I'm I'm, che- I'm online checking constantly. Oh, they wanted to leave a bad review. Uh, is there happening? And I'm not able to sleep. Uh, oh, will I text them? Go, oh, geez, I'm really sorry. Uh, that, that was a mistake I made, will I? So all of these things interact. Our thoughts affect our feelings, affects affects our behaviours. And that's that's what CBT tries to address. It, it addresses the, the thought process around... Um, around an event, mm. which will, which then affects our our healing, our feelings and our behavior. So you're really dealing with the C part, really dealing with the, the cognitive part. Mm. Um, and if you remember back to the episode around anxiety, where I was saying CBT isn't worth the fuck if you're in the middle of a panic attack because yeah. that part of your brain goes offline and you can't you can't think your way out of it. Mm. Um. Yeah, like one thing that occurred to me, we were talking about um, uh, trauma, or not trauma, we were talking about therapy and all that kind of stuff uh, last mm. week, and you were saying, you know, it's a big thing that people come in and they go, um, give me the CBT techniques and I'll be fine, I'll get out mm-hmm. of here. Um, one thing that occurred to me is that CBT papers over the cracks or might give you a little boost, but obviously yeah, therapy yeah, yeah. is digging right down and finding out mm. what the core problem is. Mm-hmm. Let's say you know what the core problem is. Um, I don't know. Let's say you, you've fallen out with somebody and you don't speak anymore. But maybe you have to interact, be it work or family or something like mm-hmm. that. And every time you see them, you go, oh, fuck You know, and I have to deal with you. I have to listen to these. I have to kind of make conversation with these or whatever. Can you use CBT to kind of rectify that within yourself and say, right, my thoughts normally go towards, here's this fuck her, I hate mm, him, mm, or I hate mm, her, mm. and I don't want to have to deal with them. I'm going to be throwing filthies at them for today. I'm going to be, you know, talking just direction when they're over here or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Can CBT help you go, right, instead of doing that, let's do this. Mm. And let's kind of deal with what happened or whatever. I don't know, am I talking shit? Or? No, no, absolutely. That that's, That'll be a perfect example of, of, of where you could do that. What I would use with that then is I might, I might use a little bit of mindfulness stuff with it and go maybe extending some compassion toward that person um in buddhism uh the the buddha describes uh anger he said it's like a hot coal so you, you reach into the fire to grab a hot coal and throw it at your enemy now you may hit them or you may not but either way you're going to burn your hand oh, said, I like that, that. that's what anger is like yeah and that's that that's a that's a, a a good one that resonates really with a lot of people mm. around anger is that this is burning you because you may hit your enemy or you may not. But either way... It's going to affect you. So you, you could be sitting there going, that fucking prick, Jesus fucking Christ. And, he's, and he could be oblivious. That, yeah. that, 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 I didn't even know you had a fallen out. Yeah. 
And you're so, the one suffering. And you're the one suffering, yeah. Mm. So you'd address the kind of thought process around that or another, you know, take that, take that friend or, you know, you're walking down the road and um, you see your friend and you wave and they just ignore you and they keep on walking. Now, what, what a lot of what CBT uh, works with is what, what what's called cognitive distortions and they look particularly at what are called uh, um, uh, ANTs or NATs, depending on which way you phrase it. So automatic negative thoughts or negative automatic thoughts. They kind of use both interchangeably. So the event is uh, you wave to your friend and they walk past and in your head you're going, oh my God, what did I do wrong? Why aren't you talking to me now? They're after falling out of me. Oh, is this because, uh, oh, fucking four weeks ago, I didn't, uh, I didn't, I only, uh, I left it on, I forgot to reply and I didn't reply to their message the next day. Um, and in your and you're going over and over and over and over mm. and over. And then that, that affects you. Um, and then maybe, it, or maybe it triggers some anger. Maybe then you go, well, fuck him, that fucking ignorant prick. And you go, well, do you know what he can do now? I was supposed to go to his fucking birthday tomorrow. He can fuck right off. That's what he can fucking do. Mm. And you go into that. So you go. You, you, so what we actually address, what you'll actually address then is the thought process around it. So CBT deals with, uh, so the most common uh, kind of practice or technique in, in CBT is what's called the ABC. So you, obviously very easy, ABC. Mm-hmm. So the A stands for activating event. The B is your beliefs around something. And then the C is the consequences. So something happens and your belief then dictates how you feel about it. And that then affects your feelings and affects your behavior. So you have you have the belief that, well, he ignored me. He snubbed me so he can fuck right off. I'm not going to his birthday now or whatever it may be. Mm. So... It wasn't what happened, but it was your belief around what happened. So, as I said, th- th- and a lot of while I say CBT isn't a isn't a quick fix for everything, I I use it a lot. Mm. You know, I I utilize CBT a lot. So I'll often ask clients, and and they kind of get they kind of get used to it. And it's like, oh yeah, what what did I think about that, or what did that mean to me? And all of that. I kind of come from the existential kind of point of view. Yeah. Go, well, what did that mean to you? What did that mean to you when your friend ignored you? Well, uh, it meant that he doesn't like me. It meant whatever it may be. Mm. And usually, usually for, the, for something to affect us, and this is where, you know, we get into the therapy part of it, it's, it's, it's probably triggering something from the past. Because you don't just wake up one day and decide, I'm going to be pissed off about such and such a thing. Okay. And how I, would, how I would describe that to people is, you know, for something to push your button, the button has to be connected to something. Hmm. So maybe maybe in a situation like that, uh, that person, well, they grew up feeling ignored or they grew up feeling that they didn't matter or stuff like that. So that's that's kind of, you know, that's if you go deeper into it. Mm. You know, that's if you go deeper and deeper again. Yeah. Uh, whereas with CBT, you might say, well, is there any, is, where's the evidence for that? Where's the evidence that your friend snubbed you? Well... Uh, so like had your friend not been talking to you had you got any well no he he texted me there yesterday and he was saying he'd gone over a point at the weekend okay so is it is it possible that maybe your friend didn't see you mm-hmm. so you start to challenge the thought process yeah around it and then if if you change that well uh, well yeah look he sure actually yeah he always has the fucking headphones in so he probably never even seen me like <laughs> 
Mm. Actually, now that I think of it, he was walking on the road there and he was bopping away. Yeah. Okay, so likely the likelihood is that maybe your friend had his headphones in um, and that he wasn't ignoring you. Mm. So you challenge you challenge the thoughts around it. Okay. But these these beliefs, I mean, they affect everything from the smallest the smallest feelings, the smallest behaviors to mm. life changing behaviors. Life is all so, about perception, though, isn't it? It's, it's, it's all, all about what you perceive. It's all about perception. Yeah, you know, like exactly. many times have you said to somebody, uh, as we discussed before, nice shirt. <laughs> Fuck you. It's all I can afford. Mm. No, I actually meant it was a nice shirt. I really exactly. liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So there all there again, you would bring the CBT in. Yeah. You'd bring and the thought process around that of going, well, is this person generally passive aggressive? Are they generally sarcastic? Mm. No, they're actually usually okay. So, And again, so this person's perception is viewed through a lens of how they see the world based on experience. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe I'm not used to someone being nice to me. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm not used to someone complimenting me. Mm. I'm used to actually, well, I grew up in a family where they were just sarcastic bastards and you'd never get a compliment. You were you were quicker to get a put down. Yeah, yeah. And every, every Irish person's gone, so that's everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so that's fucking life in Ireland. <laughs> Funny, we I touched, We touched on that in the self-esteem and the notions. Yeah. I was in a car with a mate of mine a few years ago and we uh, uh, he was driving along and came up to a pedestrian crossing. And a guy just walked straight out in the pedestrian crossing. And we, we recognised him as a boyfriend of a mate of ours. And uh, he was a sound enough guy. As soon as he walked across the pedestrian crossing, mate hit the horn, beeped at him. The first thing he did was give us the fingers and kept walking. To the me, that was bus. like, the first thing I think is that there is confrontation. Mm. Mm. And as opposed so that, to that just somebody the, here to the say hello to automatic me. Automatic negative thought. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't somebody saying hello. It was somebody yeah. trying to offend him or start on him or something. You know what I mean? And we were just kind of laughing to ourselves. Going, Jesus. Yeah. Like he didn't yeah, even so see like, us. So he didn't even look up. He just finger up as he was crossing. Look. Yeah, kind of yeah, yeah, didn't yeah. even look up at us. Yeah, You know what I mean? So his perception was obviously that there was somebody yeah. driving down so that's, had to that's hit the, the brakes. Which they didn't see think the that he had the right away or whatever. Uh, to cross a pedestrian cross and adjust the finger up and we were just laughing like we said it to him after and he just laughed it off obviously mm, but mm. It, it stuck with me because mm. he was obviously somebody who was kind of on edge waiting for this confrontation yeah so experience has has, has shaped him that way that in a situation like that, that that's how he reacts mm. whereas someone else may view that as going oh who's that ah P ah the boys how he's getting on mm. you know that's 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 the difference yeah. so you know thoughts the thoughts on how they affect feelings and affect behavior, they, they range from the simplest things to life-changing things and the huge impact that, that it has on our life. So, you know, what, I'll give you a simple example of uh, thoughts and beliefs and how they affect they affect behavior. So I, I mentioned Buddhism there. I am actually a Buddhist. Um, and as a Buddhist, you know, you, you, you try to live your life compassionately, um, and, you know, I would take, you kind of take in the greater good into mind. You know, you kind of look life beyond yourself and stuff like that. So one simple thing, one simple thing I do is, so my 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 office is at the end of a corridor. There's a big light that you can turn on and it turns on, I think it's six lights, six lights above to go down to the office. I don't turn on six lights. There's one light, which is just a small lamp on the wall that I turn on. And I do that because, well, that's one bulb versus six bulbs which is more environmentally friendly. Okay. 
So that's a simple thing of how thoughts, beliefs affect behavior. That's on the lower end. Hmm. Okay. So uh, another example, and this this is something you know I was, I was talking to talking to a client about during the week. So you mentioned self esteem and 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 the negative you know, the negative beliefs around herself. She has constantly, constantly pushed herself throughout her entire life. She's always doing the next course, the next course, the next course, the next course. And this is this is someone highly qualified, very, very professional, um, job with a lot of responsibility, has exceeded where she where she should be uh, in life at such a young age. You know, you're like Jesus Christ, and your only son such an age. Mm. But her belief, her constant belief is that she's not good enough. There's a bit of imposter syndrome. She will spend two hours looking up something because she thinks that her way isn't the right way. When in fact her way is is the right way. Mm. So she's constantly uh, retraining, constantly doing. She's like, well, I don't know if I want to finish. Well, I need to do another master's. You know, and like that's that's a belief that's costing you money. That's a belief that's costing you time. That's a huge, huge impact mm. on on her life as a result of her thought process. So what I was saying to her during the week is then, well, well, where's the evidence that, and this again would be very common CBT technique, you'd be looking at the evidence for. Where's the evidence that you're no good at your job? Well, when was the, when was the last time you made a mistake? Uh, when, when did something, like, when was the last time someone, and it's like, you know, having to, wreck her rack her mind to try and mm. to try and figure out when that was. So you need to start it's about starting to challenge that. Because, you know, thoughts just fleet. So unconsciously her belief is that she's not good enough or she's not qualified enough. So she's constantly chasing, chasing, chasing more courses, more courses, more courses to be more qualified. Yeah. And I said, like, you're never going to be qualified enough. Because this is the thought process that you have. Mm-hmm. And until you address the thought process, you're just going to keep trying to do the next course, the next course, the next course, the next course. Yeah. So how did she do it then? Well, it, well, it started the other day when we actually named it so we could bring the awareness around it then. And she kind of toward the end of the session was like, well, yeah, I'm probably not going to do another master's because you, because you actually went, yeah, I'm never going to be able to do enough. Mm. But she's constantly trying to self-improve and that's good. Self-improvement is good. Absolutely. And you're doing it for the right reasons. But she's doing it to go, well, if I do this, I'll be good enough. If I do that, I'll be good enough. Mm. If I do that, 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 that. And it's a yeah. constant, constant chasing something that is there she, a, she's, she's never going to catch. Is there an underlying uh, condition there? Yeah, low self-esteem. Low self-esteem. Okay. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Right. So how do you use CBT to tackle low self-esteem? So you attack, you, you, you would tackle that, that, that thought process. Mm. And, you know, so one of the things I said was, where's the evidence that you always make mistakes? Where's the evidence that you're not good enough? Who's told you you're not good enough? Okay. You know, you, you come at it that way. Mm. And, you know, maybe maybe there's one person. Okay, and has anyone ever told you that you're competent? Oh, yeah, well, like, a few people said to me there during the week, you're great at your job, you did a... Okay, and was there any other incidents of that? Well, most days people tell me that I'm, I'm very good at my job. Mm-hmm. So, this is how when you tackle the thought process behind it, mm-hmm. you affect the beliefs, you affect the feelings, and you affect the behavior. So okay. where she is, she, where she's feeling shit, feeling bad about herself, 
it's getting low when you challenge the the beliefs around it the cognition around it mm-hmm. that will start to change how she feels that now it won't happen overnight but it starts with the awareness around it to begin with um I don't know if it's CBT or what, but is there a way of actually saying, right, let's say every time you get a negative thought about something, is there a way of saying, right, let's recognize that really quickly and replace mm-hmm. that with a positive thought about something? Yeah. Is so, that CBT or is it? Yeah, so that'd be a very common CBT. Okay. So one, one, probably most, the most popular um, uh, tool or worksheet that you would use in CBT is what's called a thought record sheet. And it looks at the ABC. So it's traditionally, sometimes it's as narrow as three columns, where it's just the ABC, the activating event, the belief and the consequence, and the consequence being then the feeling and the the behavior. So you would write down what happened. So I walked past P on the road, I waved and he ignored me. That's the activating event. So that's your A. Your B is, well... He was pissed off at me because I didn't reply to his message three weeks ago. Or, uh, well, people don't like me. Um, you know, this is this is just normal. No one ever waves to me. I have no friends. Um, you write down all the thought process that was, that was in your head at that time. Mm. And then, well, what's the consequence of that? Well, the consequence was I didn't go to his birthday party. Um, uh, I actually sent him a message telling him to fuck off and I didn't want to be his friend anymore and I blocked him. Mm. so that's that's the kind of ABC of what happened okay so what you would start to challenge is you start to challenge the B okay so is there maybe another way we could look at that mm. okay so this is and there we get into well maybe uh, well he had his headphones in and actually um, he texted me the night before asking me did I want to go for a point and etc etc so you, you, you challenge that piece Mm. So that that's that's your basic one. It's just a one, two, three, the ABC. So you know, it starts off with what happened. You know, just the facts, ma'am. Just give me the facts. So what happened? Where were you? Who were you hit? Blah blah mm. blah. Uh, so that's that's the basic one with just the three. Now there's there's, there's longer thought record sheets that I would that I would use, um, and that tends to be a, a seven column one. So on the second one, then is the feeling. So what emotion did I feel at the time? Uh, I felt anger. Uh, I felt hurt I felt betrayed whatever it was what I noticed in my body I could feel my heart pumping I could feel my fists clenching um, and then you get into the thoughts so again these are all very similar mm. but there's just a little a few little bits that, that added on so the, the unhelpful thoughts or images so what was going through my mind well he's ignoring me because um, what am I responding to well I'm actually responding to feeling ignored That's a, that's a trigger for me and then, then you look for the facts that support those unhelpful thoughts. Mm-hmm. So where, what's the evidence that he deliberately shunned you, um, that he was ignoring you, that he was giving you the cold shoulder? And then, well, well actually, you know, you can write down, then there's, then there's none. And what are the facts against that mm-hmm. thought process? Well, he had his headphones in. He was uh, bopping away. Uh, I think it was rudimental because I think his friend Alan told him to go and check out more rudimental. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and he'd, he'd messaged me the night before asking me to go for a pint. So then you'd look at, well, what's a more alternative or a more realistic or a more balanced perspective? 
Um, well, actually, uh, Peter's always been a good friend. He always sends me messages. We're in contact nearly every other day. Um, and he's never done anything like this before. Mm. So it's about changing that, changing that perspective on it. That's, that's right. The, that's, okay. Yeah, for that, that's an expanded version of just the ABC. You need to challenge the perspective. Challenge the thoughts. And ask yeah. the questions. Yeah. 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 Um, but just going back to what I was saying there about um, you know negative thoughts and kind of reversing them and, and positive thoughts, is it possible to do that? Because as people, we tend to focus more on the negative than the positive. Yeah, you know, what I mean? negativity and bias. Yeah, you'll often hear that uh, you know you have people, uh, celebrities or whatever, on social media, and like one percent of people who get in touch are negative, and they're going, you know, these negative people, athletes who have brilliant games, who have brilliant races or whatever, and then mm-hmm. there's that one journalist that writes a bad piece and are yeah, pissed yeah, off yeah. for the day, yeah. and everyone else is saying good things. Mm. You know, how can we go right? Let's ignore that. You know, because it does kind of. Dig away at you a little bit. From, oh, you, that one yeah, person that goes, yeah. oh, you're shit or you're whatever. How do we go, right, let's take that negative and turn it mm. into a positive? Mm. Or how do we ignore it or just go, whatever? Yeah. Well, I mean, a, a very common thing with, with CBT would be what uh, would be called psychoeducational. So you'd be you'd be given, and I, I would work very heavily uh, from a psychoeducational perspective. Uh, so with a situation like that, I would I would go on about the evolution of the brain, how we're social creatures. You know, you're given well, this is why that would affect you so much. This is why we focus on on the negative. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not mad. It's perfectly normal to focus on, on the one out of ninety nine. And it is and I'll get into the cognitive distortions in a little bit more in a few minutes. But um so I would give I would give that information that that's normal. We're social creatures. We fear judgment. This is why we will focus on um, the one percent. So in CBT, that would you know they they might call that kind of all or nothing thinking, black or white. So um, that one person didn't like me, therefore I'm shit. So what do you do? So what do you do? Well, so it starts you address it. So as I said, my particular approach would be very psychoeducational. I will I will give that information on particularly the right brain hemisphere, read social cues, uh, we're social creatures, we evolved in tribes, we fear judgment, etc., etc. Um, and then, so you would reframe that then. So what, a common way of doing that would be getting them to refocus on the 99% mm. who loved the show of everyone else uh, that was in tears laughing at the jokes or uh, whatever it may be. Yeah, so so we spoke we spoke about the beliefs and uh, how what we believe then affects um, how we see the world, how we see ourselves, and and this is this this goes to what what, what are called uh, core beliefs. Um, so that 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 example that I gave you of the client that would constantly be doing more courses, more courses, more courses. So her core belief may be that she's not good enough. Mm. This is what this is her belief of herself. Therefore, I have to keep improving, 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 improving to prove myself and to prove that I'm worthy or to prove that, you know, this this kind of thing. So our, our core beliefs are there are cent- there are central ideas about ourselves, about the world, about about other people, and, and and these are the lens that that we view 
life and the world through mm-hmm. and the brain you know based on experience makes predictions and this is this is the filter so as as, as you describe that situation of your man going well well fuck you giving the finger when you beeped at him <laughs> someone else would go oh that ah the boys how he's getting on yeah you know, they different experiences have led them to be to be that kind of way. So core beliefs very often they're very they're inaccurate. They're they're, they're usually learned in childhood, but they're rigidly uh, enforced, mm. and they're they're usually fairly negative. The majority of the time they're they're, they're fairly negative. Does that go um, back to um, your brain's primary function is to protect you? Yeah, yeah. So Keep it's taking in all this information and going, yeah. this is how we're going to live. If I take this in, I process it, mm. and we act like this from now on, we're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. So CBT is obviously getting you to kind of rejig all that and go, yeah. well, hold on for a second. Let's just switch this and switch this because your perception here is wrong. You know, people would have had, I don't know, maybe bad upbringings or bad experience mm-hmm. in relationships mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, it's just a matter of kind of rewiring that to go, hold on, there's, there's another side to the story. Yeah, 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 mm. yeah. So you know, so you take take two different people there with with the same experience. So um, two people, two people take a test uh, and fail it. First person goes, "I'm a failure. I'm fucking thick. I'm stupid." Uh, this is the thought process around it. Of mm. course, I failed. Sure, I'm fucking thick. Sure, you know, doesn't matter how fucking hard I try. So then they end up feeling depressed, and the behavior then can be. And then we get into the self-fulfilling prophecy then. So the next time, well, they're not going to bother studying for the test because mm. they're thick anyway. So same thing happens. Second person takes the test, fails. Well, to be fair, I was out on the piss last night. I just, I really didn't prepare enough. Mm. So the behavior then may be, right, no going out on the piss the weekend when I have a test on the Monday morning. Okay. I learned from that experience ago. I didn't study hard enough. I can do better. Okay. Next time, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go under rip the weekend before. So the exact same thing has happened to two people. They failed an exam. Mm. One person is a failure. They're thick. They're fucking stupid. They're this. They're that. Second person, well, to be fair, I was out on the piss. Mm. So the, the core beliefs then, and so when we have that core belief, that then can lead into self fulfilling prophecies. So the self fulfilling prophecy in in that piece may be so. But person A, that's a failure. I'm thick. I'm fucking stupid. And this and that. Uh, so this this is their now their core belief. Well, it was probably there beforehand, and this just reinforces. Mm-hmm. So the core belief is I'm thick. Did, I, I think I, I think I might have spoke around this. I don't know if I made it into the episode, but I tell you, obviously there's always new listeners. Um, so we take a core belief. You take Johnny. Johnny has a core belief that uh, he's not interesting. People don't like him, um, and he gets invited. We did talk about this before. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about it again. So he gets invited up to the house party up in your house. So uh, I go into Johnny and go, Johnny, fucking, he's having a party at the weekend. Under six people, obviously, because we're socially responsible. You're in Kildare, so nobody's allowed in anywhere. <laughs> no, I'm mean, Fuck, we're back out, man. We're back out. Fucking fuck off. For we're now. Back we're back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, the whole fucking country is. <laughs> For now. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dubs and Limerick is not looking good. Yeah. Watch this ourselves. Did we hear? Yeah. We come down to Kildare on the piss with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Quick, get out the fucking Kildare before they fucking lock us down again. <laughs> At least we can get out to the village. <laughs> Poison them and go back. <laughs> yeah. So, so Johnny has the core belief that People don't like him. He's not interesting. I go, man, Johnny, he's having a fucking house party the weekend, man. He come up, no, nah, man, fuck that, I'm not going, I'm not. 
I don't want to go. You know, it's going to be shit. Come on, the fuck shit. You're always saying you never get to go out. Come on. All right, right, fine. But Johnny's already heading into the house with the core belief, the unconscious core belief that people don't like him and he's got nothing interesting to say and he's probably a bit of a loser. So we're all in the kitchen. He's got the guitar out. Ah, fucking give us this. Give us that. Give us... Do you know any Dermot Kennedy? Give us a bit of Dermot Kennedy. And I'm fucking singing away and they're going, Jesus, your man can't fucking sing for shit. But he's passionate. <laughs> he's giving a fucking gusto. <laughs> but but Johnny's sitting in the sitting room because he thinks people don't like him. He's got mm. nothing interesting to say and he's a loser. So he stays in the sitting room, plays with the dog. And we're all in there going, all right, fucking Billy no mate in there. Fine. Mm. Wants to be on his own. We've asked him to come in. He won't. Johnny leaves the house and goes, see, fucking people don't like me. I'm a fucking loser. I've got nothing interesting to say. So he believes something and he acted in a way which helped to reinforce it. I'm a loser. People don't like me. I've got nothing interesting mm. to say. He excluded himself from people because people don't like him and he's got nothing interesting to say. And that reinforced then his belief that he's a loser and he's got nothing yeah. interesting to say. Or you go back to the, the first example there with the person that fails the test. I'm thick. I'm stupid. I'm a dozy bollocks. I'm all of this. I fail the test. Which reinforces that I'm thick, I'm stupid, I'm a dozy bollocks. So the next time, well, why am I going to break my bollocks studying for an exam that I'm going to fail anyway? Mm. So you don't study yeah. for it. And what happens? You fail the exam, thus reinforcing I'm thick, I'm stupid, I'm a dozy bollocks. Okay. So these core beliefs filter the world through this particular lens. I had a client years ago severe history of um, uh, sexual abuse huge huge trauma in childhood and had to do this shopping in a different shopping centre uh, let's say she normally did the shopping in Tesco's she was in she was in Dunn's couldn't get to Tesco's or whatever walking around the aisle let's say couldn't find a cereal walking up and down the aisles trying to find a cereal because normally does the shopping in a different in a different shop store assistant starts kind of hanging around kind of loitering to say can I help um, and she had a panic attack and ran out of the shop as far as she just knew she had a panic attack but when we get to the, the thought process around it and we get to the deeper stuff through which she views the world as we as we explore this her thought process, her unconscious thought process was, he's a man. He knows I'm vulnerable. I'm in danger. Fight or flight, flight. Need to get out, yeah. Yeah. Because her experience was, she's been sexually abused by, yeah. by many men, and this is now the lens through, she, which, through which she views okay. the world. Men. So her core belief is, um, I'm vulnerable. Men are dangerous. Never let your guard down. Stuff like this. Okay. So what can she do in a situation like that? Well, so... Again, look, you know, you got to walk through all the drama. Stuff. Yeah, this yeah. is what CBT does paper over. doesn't go into that. You walk through that, but you will go, well, you were in Tesco's. It was the middle of the day. There was other people around. There was a store assistant trying to trying to help you because you mm. look lost. 
So in reality, he was actually just trying to do his job and help you. So, but again, this is where the, the C part doesn't help. Mm-hmm. So if she gets into that panic state, you're not going to think clearly. Okay. So this is where you need to focus on your breath, regulate the the the, the uh, parasympathetic nervous system, calm yourself down, get the body back into a relaxed state. Then maybe you can start to think a bit more clearly. So let's say she ran to the toilet. Deep breathing, meditation, brings herself down. I'm in Tesco's. I'm safe. No one's going to hurt me, etc., etc. But you can't think clearly when your brain is in full panic mode, yeah. when it's in full fight or flight mode. How can you meditate in a toilet? Oh, you can meditate anywhere. Really? I thought you'd yeah. have to be like sitting in a, no, a no, room, no. you know, legs crossed, back straight. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the misconception. That's okay, the misconception yeah, yeah. around meditation. So, yeah. Is this a whole other topic? Should we talk about it another time or meditation that is? I was just meditating there now. All right. I was just sitting there focusing on my breath. I wasn't thinking about anything else. Mm. I was just focusing on my breath. People think you have to sit there, oh, money, pad me home. And that is a form of meditation. Okay. But it's not all meditation. Meditation is just bringing yourself, bringing your awareness. Mindfulness is the bringing your awareness to the present moment. Okay. So is there is there a CBT technique that's similar to that? Or do you use mindfulness and meditation in conjunction with CBT? I use it in conjunction. Okay, yeah, right. In conjunction, yeah. Mm. Like this, this is the mixed bag that, that, that I use. Yeah. Know? So, is there a CBT technique that everybody should know? Well, challenging thoughts. So, the ABC. Okay, so, so like what we were saying event. before. Yeah, the belief yeah. And, the, uh, and the consequence. So, the... If the, the ABC is the, you know, that's that's the kind of roots of it. But but CBT also then deals with um, what are what are called uh, cognitive distortions. Jay Z's calling you, dude. Yeah, he's looking for that muffler. The fucker! I told Fuck him last time. I told him. Jay, I'm on to him. I've been fucking on to him. He said he has it. Now look, between you and me, I don't think he has got it. But he told me if you ring that he has it. So look, it's a fucking Opel Corsa. It's 1989. It's gonna be hard to come by, man. Mm-hmm. Maybe roll out in the Bentley. Yeah. All right. Tell him I, I do have them. I do have them roof slates, though. If you want, uh, I'll put want, them to one want, side. Yeah. He does want. He wants yeah. that. He wants man, that. Jigger man, yeah, yeah. man. How's she getting on anyway? She grand, yeah. Good stuff, right? Sure. Look, go on, go on. I talk to you. How's, right, he, how, how's, how's oh, the oh, sister? Oh, oh. How's the sister? Is she all right? She's still pissed off, is she? Oh, he heard that. He hung up. Ooh. Right, you're fucked. He, he must have been in an elevator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cognitive distortions. Yes. Thought patterns that, that cause us to view reality in a often in, a, in an inaccurate way and a usually a negative way. Mm. Um, and the more we do it, you know, the brain learns through repetition. This then becomes habitual thinking. It's very unconscious and this is how we view the world and okay. this is how we view life. Mm. Um, so it, there's, there's many different ones, but these, these are the most, these are the most, uh, these are the most common ones. So there's all or nothing thinking. So this, this can be called black or white thinking then either. So all or nothing thinking is where you, you know, if you tend to be saying, well, this always happens or you never do this or everyone does that or no one does this, these kind of absolutes. 
Mm. So everything is good or bad. Um, you know, there's there's no in the middle. There's no there's no grey bit. Um, and you know, so if you get if you get the eighty percent on the test, uh, you're a failure because you didn't get a hundred. Okay. So well, if I got eighty percent, I'd be going on the lash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the all or nothing thinking. Jump to conclusions. So this is uh, making a, a negative inter- interpretation or a prediction, uh, even though there's, there's no event. So this this can also you call mind reading. Okay. Uh, so in the situation where you didn't see me on the road, my mind reading is, uh, well, he doesn't like me, etc., uh, etc. Et We're jumping to conclusions. Mm. You know, you're ignoring any facts and you're going straight to the. I mean, for for anyone with anxiety. You know, these these are going going. Yeah, that's yeah, that's me. Yeah, that's me. You know, this is very okay. common because obviously it's with that negative piece. Yeah. Um. So, you know, you, you, we walk into the we walk into your house party and uh, everyone's laughing, and Johnny goes, "They're laughing at me shirt. I fucking knew I shouldn't have wore this shirt." Mm. Um. That kind of thing. You know, there's no evidence. You're just jumping to conclusions. They're laughing. Therefore, um. They must be laughing at me. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's about having an open mind then as well. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So you're not jumping to conclusions. Yeah. You're not mind reading. Yeah. The, the big one then, uh, another big one then would be catastrophizing. And this this was where I would lead people with anxiety. I, I, would, I would lead them down this. So, you know, you're, you're magnifying or usually magnifying things to, to the nth degree. Uh, you exaggerate the negative, okay. the negative um, effects of something. Um, I think we we might have did a little bit of this on one of the one of the episodes before. Uh, oh, about if I piss off the boss, something to the boss exactly. That's, yeah, that's I the lose exact my job. Yeah, I lose yeah. the house. I lose my job. I'm going to lose the house. The lose wife's the going wife. to leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to get to see the kids. I'm only going to get the kids every other weekend. That's that's catastrophizing. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's anxiety for everyone else. <laughs> that's that's where they go. So mm. you know, people start feeling people start feeling anxious. And, um, you know, I would say, well, we'll, we'll follow that through. And what would that mean? And what would happen then? And what mm. would happen then? So you have you have the panic attack because you, you, you sent that email to the boss. You sent him the wrong file. And it's like, well, okay, well, okay, so what happened? So this is where you go into the ABC. So what was the event? Sent the, sent the email to the boss. Mm-hmm. What was the belief? Um, oh, he's going, to think I'm, he's going to think I'm no good at my job. And what else? And what else? And what else? And what else? I'm not good at my job. I'm going to get fired. I'm going to lose the house. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Mm-hmm. So you go. You go to the worst. Worst case scenario. Yeah. Uh, mental filtering then is is another one. So traditionally, you focus on the on the negative, um, and and you filter out everything else. Mm. So you you pass nine out of ten tests. You fail one. Everything all or the good all the those nine get filtered out. Yeah. And you only focus on the, the one that you that you failed. Mm. Um or uh Do you yeah, think the, there's things in life or things in society that kind of unconsciously push us that direction to focus experience. on the negative? You know, but things in general, you know what I mean? Because you know, it's like that saying, uh, you're looking out through a window and you see the window's dirty. 
Or do you say, shit, I'm lucky that I have a house with a window. <laughs> you exactly. know what I mean? It's all, it's all or am I pissed off it's that there's dirt on the window? Yeah. You know what I mean? But is there things in society that kind of make us believe that this is a bad thing? Yeah, I don't know if necessarily if society... Well, cultural sort of things. Mm. You know, we, we spoke about it, the notions and all of that. Yeah, yeah. You know, don't be thinking good of yourself. Stay in your lane. Mm. You know, it's, a, it's an Irish thing. It's very culturally there. Um, of well uh, I, I passed all my exams and um, I went out for dinner and I got myself a glass of champagne and the waiter asked oh what's, what do you celebrate and I couldn't tell him because mm. I didn't want him to think I fucking love myself I think things like that yeah, yeah. I didn't want him to think I had notions mm. so there is there is cultural pieces yeah. but again that's all learned yeah, you have to learn that it's you don't you don't get notions. Somehow, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, so you so where there's the mental filtering, then there's also disqualifying the positive. Um. So, well, it, it probably wouldn't happen this because I don't think you've ever complimented me. You're always you'll always be the first one to slag me. But um, uh, I always say you're a sound <laughs> cunt in fairness. You know? <laughs> the Lord give it, the Lord take it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so let's so let's let's say in a, in an ideal world, you're really nice to me. <laughs> and you go, ah, come on, that's not nice to me. <laughs> I'm turning this shit back, and you. I'm only, oh mess, I'm, I'm, only I'm bringing. Up, I'm, I'm going to make a point if you fucking let me. No. <laughs> <laughs> so let's say. Uh, you turn around and go, oh Jesus, I like that. Is that, a, is that a, that's a Ralph Lauren top. Jeez, that's a nice top, Al. And I'm going, well, he has to say it. He's just trying to be nice on the podcast. <laughs> Rather than, well, yeah, no, he likes he likes your he likes your thing. Or the amount of times I've uh, I've had clients where they will achieve something or they will do something. Or I would say, actually, you know what? To, to be honest with you, Peter, I find it very likable. You know, I've I've I found it very intelligent. So, you know how you present yourself. Da, 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 and they go well you have to say that. you're my therapist <laughs> mm. I, had, I had one client and um, <laughs> I spoke about him I spoke about him a couple of times in, throughout life in training courses and stuff like that and in my head I used to call him yeah but Alan because whenever I said anything his comeback was yeah but Alan yeah Jeez, Peter, I, I really like that. Uh, I really like that that logo there. Yeah, but Alan, I didn't design that. Yeah, so yeah, you're but you, you got the it up. You yeah. got it up on the on the TV there. You have the thing. Yeah, but you're Alan. Anyone can do that. Yeah, but Alan, that's going to disappear now in a second. I'm going to have to reload it again. You know, so exactly. So you're disqualifying. <laughs> I, and and this is where when we when we spoke about the self esteem before, mm. when you're looking for people to, um, you know, write out the list of all your good qualities. That goes out the window. Like, yeah, yeah, you know. And but then when you challenge the negative thoughts, and again, this is this the CD, CBT part of mm. of of my approach. When you challenge those negative thoughts, um, well, yeah, but sure, anyone could get that up. Yeah, but anyone didn't. You did, and you mm. had to take the time, and you had to learn how to do that, and you did that, and you did that, and you did that. Mm-hmm. So it it gets disqualified. Any anything positive is going well. Yeah, but he's just saying that to be nice. Or, or what does he want from me? He's looking for something now. Or yeah, yeah, you have yeah. to say that to me because, um, because you're my therapist, or because you're just trying to make yourself look good, or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. So that's that's disqualifying the positive personalization. 
um, if you go back, and, and these these can be, you know, for for people OCD and stuff like that, these can be really to the to the end the nth degree. Um, so something happens at work, big fuck up in work on the day you're off. That's all your fault because you weren't in. You personalize it. Okay, it's it's nearly kind of godlike. Oh, and, and omnipotence. Mm. If anything goes wrong, it's my fault. Um, and I, I've seen severe, severe OCD with clients and anxiety. And um, one particular example, uh, the bus was late because I stayed up watching Netflix last night. This was an actual, this was an actual belief. Somebody believed that they caused the bus to be late because... Exactly. Because it wasn't the bus driver, was it? But this this is where superstition and anxiety and, you know, where I have to do this for this to happen. If I don't do that, this will happen. It's an omnipotence. Ah, yes, yes, yes. It's yes, personalisation. Yes, yes. I, I, I'm... That fuck-up happened yesterday because I was off. Therefore, it's all yeah. my fault. No, that fuck-up happened because... He sent out the wrong file. Is, is this the whole thing of, you know, I have to switch all the lights on and off three or four times or else my family will die? That, yeah, that's that's the OCD. OCD that's that's yeah. severe anxiety. But we yeah, all have OCD yeah. to an extent. Or I know we're kind of getting off the subject of, mm. you know, CBT, but I think we all have a little well, no, bit No, because you would, you would utilise that. So well, one, one, um, one way you might address that is you might take something tiny, some mm. tiny, tiny little... Um, and I, I've had people with OCD like that's been fucking severe like that would, yeah, yeah. they would have to drive back down the road three times to make mm. sure that they didn't run someone off the road like yeah so you would take something something tiny like we'll say you know I usually use this this cup that I got from the, the from the Spanish Grand Prix and that that then becomes my my superstition so okay. I, whenever we if, if I don't have this cup it's going to be a bad podcast yeah yeah, yeah. some people might say well, maybe it's because you have that cup that all your fucking podcasts are bad. <laughs> <laughs> so you would you would might start with something small. Well, let let's just try let's just try a different cup. Mm. You know what's what's the smallest thing we can do? What's the smallest change that might may not have huge consequences? Yeah, because no, I've had people going, well, if I don't do this, someone will die. Yeah, Jesus. you're not going to say, well, let's try it. They're not going to do that. They'll fucking, you know, the the, yeah. the anxiety levels will be through the fucking roof yeah. with the expectation that someone may die. But this this is anxiety and this is OCD and it's about control, and it's trying to get, trying to give yourself the illusion of control. Mm. I remember I bought myself. Uh, I think it was, it was a nineteen seventy one Man United replica jersey, and I wore it to Old Trafford the first time I went, and we won. War the second time we won, third, fourth time we won. So it's like every time I go yeah. and wear this jersey, we win. So I'm gonna have to keep this routine up. This that become tradition nearly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Many, many people look at Jordan. Look at Michael Jordan. He always wore his his uh, college short under his under his bulls. Mm. Under I his only bulls started shorts. watching that the other day. Oh, the, the last, last dance. dance. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Know when you get to that piece about his father. Yeah, was it? That's yeah, 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 yeah. Think yeah, it's episode three or four. Yeah, yeah. 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 So but, a small um, piece, tiny piece. Yeah, well, look, um, you have a lot of athletes that do that. A lot of uh, footballers won't wash their socks Super for the whole season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, um, for, for some Formula One drivers, will only will only get in from one side of the car. Yeah, that's true. Only step into yeah, the yeah, cockpit yeah. from the left or the right hand side. Who was it? Was Emmanuel Adebayor used to play for Arsenal. He always insisted he was the last person out of the dressing room. Okay. Mm. And he always had to be the 
the last. So everybody goes out. He's the last person leaving. Um, I remember there was a Champions League game. Arsenal fans will know more than I do about this. But um, there was one of the players still getting treatment. And they ended up going onto the pitch with nine players because he wouldn't leave the changing until room the until his treatment was finished and he could walk out behind him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what, what he may what he may do then is he may um, uh, disqualify the positive. So you might, you know, he might, he would ignore then the times when they won, when he didn't do it. Okay. He would disqualify that piece. He would filter that out of going that, that, that didn't happen. Yeah. I, I, and then he might go into his all or nothing or black and white thing. Or the times know. when he did We always win lost. when I do this. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So these these are the cognitive, these are the cognitive uh, yeah. distortions. Um, I remember being in, uh, where was it? Uh, uh, Niagara in Canada, the Canadian side of it. And there's a load of casinos based around the place. It's a lovely spot. Mm, mm. But um, we went to the casino that night. I'm not big into gambling, but I went to the um, roulette wheel. And I got standing beside a chap who was convinced he could figure out the algorithm. Now, roulette, as you know, is random. It's the ball on the little don't table and it just no spinning around. That. Yeah. And it's just, it's either black or white. It's mm. odd, it's mm. even, or you pick a green zero or uh, pick a number or whatever. But all the results are up on the board and he's trying to figure it out. You know, there was a, a, for a, a black 18, there was a, a red 22 and blah. And he, he's convinced he's figured mm. this out. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. So he's obviously convinced himself that I can figure this out or there's yeah. a, an algorithm to it. Yes. Well, and you know, the other side of that then is he's just a fucking gambler. <laughs> that uh, is justifying yeah, any sort of exactly, any sort yeah. of win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah. he's battling against the yeah, I've got it the now. system with the game. Now. Yeah. So it was black eighteen, it was it was red. So then the next one is going to be yeah. has to be an even it has number. to be an even red. They're looking, or yeah, they're looking yeah, for yeah. they're looking yeah. for that pattern. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, you know, the chance and I don't remember reading, I don't know what the I don't know maths, but I, I like maths because it's, you know, it's very scientific. But there's a statistic that, you know, that if, you know, the you pick the six numbers of the lottery and then you think, well, the chances of it happening, the same six numbers coming out next week are infinite. Mm. When the reality of it is, it has the same chance same as every other six else. numbers yeah, coming yeah. out. Yeah. 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 I've often heard that there's a lot of people who will do numbers one two three four five six and you know, some people will go but sure, they'll never come out they'll never come out. but there's much sure, a chance as anything chance else of, but there's that many people who do one two three four five six that it'll just a million or whatever will just be split <laughs> <laughs> so many us. ways you'll get nothing <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah yeah and there's that OCD would have to do the lotto every week because if you miss one week could have won it could have been a mm-hmm. multi-millionaire now look at me mm-hmm. you know so anyway do we need to know anything more about CBT? Uh, so emotional reasoning is another one. Um, so this is where um, the belief that your emotions are the truth. So you feel lonely and therefore the truth you tell yourself is that no one cares about you. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're, you're basing reality on how you feel. Labeling is, is, is another one. Um, so where you reduce yourself or, or others to a single label. So this would be a very common one. So when I when I teach in um up in the addiction, I I teach in workshops up in addiction place up in oh, up right. in Tala, up in Carp. And in the first session, um I will say, tell me a little bit about yourself, tell me your name, tell me a bit about yourself. And what they all do 
is all they do is tell me about their addiction. What their addict. Uh, yeah, I'm Alan. Yeah, bit of a coke problem. Uh, yeah, oh, I'm, I'm Anto. Uh, you know, do a bit of this, do a bit of that. They're labelling themselves as an addict. Right, so they define themselves that, that, as that the be, addict. That's that they're defined, but it's that But it's I suppose that's why they're there. You know, so why would you say yeah, but, that, but they're more than I that. I love football. You know? yeah, but, but yeah, but that's, that's exactly what I'm saying. So what else? Mm. Tell me something else about yourself outside of your addiction. Uh, well, I uh, uh, just had a new baby. Uh, I like this, I like that. Oh, so there's more to you than your addiction. So I, I will, mm. I will kind of distort that that label. Okay. I, I know you are here for that, but yeah. you're more than that. But when when you put that label on yourself or others, that's all they become. Then yeah, that's a great way of looking at things in general. I think. Yeah, you yeah, know, you yeah. often see people who would have referred to people as, "Oh, there is your man, the builder or the plumber." Or uh, the teacher, mm, mm, you know what mm. I mean. When your profession or whatever yeah. doesn't define you, yeah, 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 define you. Yeah. So, so the last one then, and this this is a big one, and we're we're all guilty. We're all guilty of this one. Um, is shoulds. So, um, where you have a should that um, I give my army good shit, man. No one's gonna fucking pay me. No one's gonna come in to me because they give me all the jewels. <laughs> so. Uh, we you need to write rules. a book, dude. You need to write. I thought a about it, man. I thought about it. I just, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what, what, where to go with it. What approach? To it. I have, I have thought about it. And a few people. In Straight South talking mental health yeah. book. You heard it now. Like, you're going you to write get it. A fucking, you have to get a bit off of that. You're yeah, you're going to write it. I'm just <laughs> yeah, going to yeah, give yeah, it the exactly. thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. This will be me. <laughs> and P wants this fucking percentage. He is an author. <laughs> there you go. I'm looking thoughtful into the distance. You know, you. wondering how much money is he going to give me? Did I give my back? How much do I get code? out of all his oh, fucking hard see. work? <laughs> 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 yeah. Shoulds. Yeah. So shoulds. I should do this. I should do that. I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't do that. You always have to. Yeah. You should never any of this kind of thing. Don't should on yourself. So what shoulds are. Are shoulds are internalized rules. So a common one would be, um, I should never be late. You should always be on time. Something like that. Okay, that that can be a common one. Is so, this a dig that I'm always late for the podcast? Well, that's your perception, Peter. I was just simply making a point. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't, but this is how you perceive it. Bang on, there you go. Here we go, folks. I'm so. just gonna, I'm just gonna shut the fuck up. Okay? <laughs> hey. <laughs> Now, I can write a book too, you fucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you can write the comedy section. <laughs> so a, a common one would be, I shouldn't be late. I should always be on time. Mm-hmm. That's a rule. So that's an internalized rule. So what happens then when rules get broken? Has to be consequences. Mm-hmm. And the consequences are, you fucking idiot. You should have fucking left 10 minutes. What the fuck were you doing? You should have. Why did you fucking wait? You shouldn't have fucking waited. You should have waited till you are in the car, then made the fucking phone call. Mm. You give it all of that. Yeah, yeah. Because you broke a rule. You mm-hmm. broke your own rule, which, you know, was probably learned from somewhere. Where someone told you you should always be on time. Yeah, you should never yeah, be late. True. You're breaking the rule and there has to be consequences. And the consequence is usually that you kick the bollocks for yourself. Mm-hmm. For fuck's sake, you fucking clown. What the fuck did you do that for? So there's the consequence. So should or shouldn't. Now you can go deeper than that and go, well, where did you learn? You know, yeah. Who, well, my ma or my dad used to always say, yeah, there'll always you be a fight be if you were late. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, etc. etc. So you would, you would look at that and then I will go, I'll dig in there again. What would it mean to you if you were late? Uh, well, it would mean that I'm unreliable. Mm hmm. 
It would mean people can't count me. Lack of respect. It would mean mm. that's a very common one. It would mean I'm disrespectful. Mm-hmm. It would mean uh, so people that are late for me might be late for, and and <laughs> these are people like that late is right on time. <laughs> right. You, you know, be, yeah, five minutes early for being five minutes exactly, early. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I love clients with anxiety. They're always early. <laughs> <laughs> always early. It's fucking brilliant. If everyone was early and I'd say that, uh, oh, I'm a little bit early. Is that right? I said, that's great. So if everyone was early, I'd get to go home early. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, people with anxiety, they're always early. It's fucking great. Uh, first session, they're there half an hour beforehand. Jeez, <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. Um, But, you know, that they might be late. And well, what's that mean? Well, that, you know, that means I don't respect your time. And, what, mm. and, I, and I will challenge. So some people would say, you know, from a strictly psychoanalytic point of view, strictly um, psychodynamic, you know, you would leave them hanging with that. And you would let them project on that I might be disappointed in them. Um, or because they're projecting onto a blank slate. Mm-hmm. I take the CBT approach and go, no, I'm not annoyed. You got caught in traffic. Actually, you're not even late. You're you're actually bright on time. Yeah. So I I again this is this is where my approach is different. You know mm-hmm. where I I use bits of everything and that has made me work the way I work. Yeah. Yeah. So they will go. Their shoulders. You shouldn't be late. You should be on time. What's the belief behind that? It means you're disrespectful. It means you don't care about the other person. Uh, it means I can't be counted and I can't be relied upon. Mm. And what you what you try to change, what you try to shift away from is the should to I'd like to, or wouldn't it be nice? Yeah. So I'd like to be on time. Doesn't have the end of the world consequence to it. You know, the should is fucking punitive. It's mm. finger wagging. It's, you're fucking getting scolded now, you little bollocks. Mm. It's giving you all of that. Whereas I'd like to, I'd like to be on time. It's okay if I'm not. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be a few minutes late. I got caught in traffic. The weather is bad. That, 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 that. Somebody parked at the junction and collected their exactly. child. So don't yeah. don't shut on yourself. So yeah. you, you get away from those shoulds mm. of you should do this, you should do that, you have to, you should always, you should never, this kind of thing. Mm. To, I'd like to. Okay. Wouldn't it be nice if right. this thing happened? Right, I get you, yeah. Uh, you should always be on time for the session. Wouldn't it be nice if I could be on time the whole okay. time, etc., etc., etc.? Yeah, this kind of thing. Mm. So it's that punitive piece toward. Yeah, it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and and you kind of cut yourself that little bit of slack on it. Right, let's leave it there. That was CBT, straight talking CBT. And uh, if you want to see any of the other episodes, just wherever you're listening to this, dig back in. You can see loads and loads and loads. You can find us on Facebook as well. You can get us on Twitter, get us on Instagram as well. And you can follow the hashtag STMH as well as that. If you want to get in touch, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, straight talking podcast at gmail.com is the email address if you want to give us a shout um, a few people have given us a shout and we will be back to you soon there's some people who'd love to talk on a few topics and uh, don't worry we will if we haven't got back to you soon we will get back to you soon and uh, we're definitely interested in hearing from you in the future as well if you want to get in touch anything you want us to discuss or if you've got a story to tell we would love to hear from you get in touch with us and uh, big shout to Fiona Bryan for the podcast music it, Brilliant producer, brilliant beat maker. So he did the music for the top and the tail. A little bit of music you're gonna hear now in a sec. So if you wanna check him out, you can get him on Facebook at FOB Beats.
He's a brilliant producer and I can't think of anything else good to say about him. Good man. That's yeah. enough. I mean, you're there fucking you plug- yeah, yeah, you plugging the shit out of me here every you week. I mean, he, yeah. for one beat, man, he is... <laughs> <laughs> he is milking him <laughs> you are you are bigging him up big style he's good though he's good yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Alan Clark last word mm. with you dude don't believe everything you think Dream.